Hi friends, welcome to the Unshakable Grace podcast. I am your host, Jamie Lopez, mom of two beautiful girls, criminal justice graduate turned entrepreneur and a huge personal development and growth junkie. This podcast is for people who want to change their lives, know they are meant for more and are ready to create a life by design. My mission for this podcast is to inspire and motivate you to step outside your comfort zone, take action, do the work to build your confidence and work on your mindset to become unshakable and live a grace-filled life. We will grow together through weekly episodes dropping Tuesdays where we will talk about life, we will talk about love, business, mindset, and all sorts of things and hear real life stories that will inspire us to take action because as the saying goes, we are what we listen to. And as my favorite mentor Jim Rohn would say, for things to change, you have to change. For things to get better, you have to get better. For things to improve, you have to improve. When you grow, everything in your life grows with you. So with that said, strap in, hang tight, and trust the magic of new beginnings. Hello, hello, friends. So I am so excited today. I have a really special person with me. Um, she's someone that I've obviously met because we live in the same town. Um, and then she's also someone that I've come across because so many people were talking about her. This was a few years ago when I when I first got to follow her on social media. And then I first got, you know, kind of a glimpse of who this person is, who this woman is. She's someone that I think very highly of. She's super strong. I don't know her whole story, but what I do know is that when I started following her on social media, I really saw how tenacious she is, like how resilient she is. If you ever go and follow her page, um, she has two pages. She has a professional page for her business and she has a personal page, which, which she will share, um, at the end of the podcast, but it's just so crazy when you see what she's gone through and how she has literally come on the come out on the other end. And so I'm so excited to interview her today because I want you to see that our life and the challenges that we face can either make you or break you. And in this case, this girl has literally broken through and come out on the other end. And I'm not saying that her life is perfect. She will share all about that. But I will say is that she's someone that I really look up to. She's strong. She's a strong uh, strong, level-headed person. Um, she is definitely someone of influence. And what I love is that not only is she just strong and strong in business, but she's also such a person that loves to help others. Um, she will talk about what she she does for, for a living. So with that said, I'm handing the mic over to you, Jolene. Please tell me a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself, um, and then lead us into like the success that you had and what you've accomplished thus far. And you decide at that point, like where your story begins, but introduce yourself, girl. Alrighty, Jamie, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Jolene Gillardi and I am here in Tracy, California, and I own Whiskey Tango Fitness, a facility, training facility here in Tracy. And I have been in business for the last seven years and I would say that the journey really began when I moved back home um, in 2016. And as Jamie mentioned, um, it has not always been sunshine uh, for me. And um, the bulk of what has been built and where I'm at now has all come from a very tough place. And, um, and that all leads back to, you know, ending up in a divorce after 10 years and having to make huge life changes. Um, I began the business right before um, that that happened in my life um, in 2015, 
and um, that began in on the East Coast, and I moved back in 2016, and that is where life changed. That is where I had the eye-opening moment of, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I doing with myself? Um, I knew I had the business already started, but I was just overwhelmed with everything in life, and I, I had to take a few months when I first moved back home to really figure it out where I was going to go in life, if the path was going to go forward in a positive way, or if unfortunately, you know, sometimes in high stress, a lot of people spiral out and they digress and they go backwards in life. So I was put in that position and I, um, for myself, I have, I'm a mom of two boys and um, quitting and going backwards in life wasn't an option for me because I had two little ones staring at me. And um, so there was no question about what was going to happen. I just was not in the beginning prepared. I was overwhelmed by, by the amount of work that was going to be in front of me um, to be able to tackle it. So that is where it started. And um, from there, I, um, I literally, I, I always talk about writing. Um, I, I wrote down, you know, a plan of what I wanted to do and a very simple, basic, you know, idea of where my life could, should go and where I wanted it to go. And then I just worked tirelessly. Um, I was doing so many different things in the very beginning. I was working at a big box gym. I still had my online training. I was doing conditioning for a dance studio. I was basically taking work wherever I could um, in the beginning. And, um, and that's kind of how the, the business began. So like I say, it started online and now we're here. So um, that is kind so, of the beginning of everything. So give us a glimpse of during that time when times were so tough for you, because obviously going through a divorce, I mean, I've been through one and mine, you know, was after eight years, we didn't have children. So I would say that we, in a sense, both cordially agreed to go our separate ways. So it wasn't as stressful, but when you have children, that is a whole different ball game. And especially you saying that you moved from the East coast and you came here to the West coast and that's a whole new beginning was, was your dream ever something that you said, you know what, this is just going to get too hard to pursue. Why don't I just fall back um, to my comfort zone and go work for someone and we'll stay there and, and see what happens. Was that ever something that went through your mind? No. Um, when I moved back home, the stress level was so high and I, I knew it's weird thinking about everything now and being asked that question. Um, no, I never, I never saw myself, um, staying employed for someone else for any long period of time but I knew that that was necessary at the moment. I knew that that was the stepping stones to get me to where I wanted to be, to be able to stay working for myself full time because I had started that. And when I started that, I was in a different situation. I was still married and I didn't have to work at that point. And um, so my lifestyle was different. And so when things obviously changed and reality was that was not going to happen anymore, I, I knew that I, needed to build a life that allowed me to be there for my boys full time. Um, but in that moment, in the beginning, I had to do what I had to do. Um, so I had to 
take work wherever I could get it to be able to make sure that I could, you know, put, keep everything together uh, for the boys. And I knew I was going to do whatever it took to make it happen. Um, as cliche as that can kind of sound, I just knew there was no other option. Like I didn't have a plan B. It was, that was yeah. it. So yeah. I'm going to do what I needed to do until I could do what I wanted to do. Well, and I, and I think it's so funny that you say that, you know, it's so cliche because I think that so many of us, sometimes we, we don't think or say or do certain things because we say, oh, that's just so cliche. Like, you know, yeah. of course you would say that. Right. But I think that if you really think about it, the love of a parent for their children is so incredible, but here's something that I've learned. And I I've heard this recently. This was probably just, just last year when he came out with his new book, this is from Ed Milet. And he talks about like the most insidious form of child neglect is basically not chasing your dreams and not showing your children the way, not doing what you say that, you know, you wanted to do following your dreams, right? Because how dare you turn around and tell your children that you are capable of doing and achieving whatever it is that you set your mind to. But when you, as a parent, don't do that for yourself. And so I think it's so crazy because you're right. It's just like, sometimes you do have to look at your children and say, they're not my excuse. They're my reason. Right. And so to show them that this is the way, so no, I love that. And what was it that went, you know, for you, the move, what was it that was from the East coast to the West coast? Did you have family here? Yes. Yeah. So I am born and raised here. So um, this is where I grew up and went to school and I moved away. Um, I moved around every 18 months for eight years because my my ex-husband was um, is in the military. So we had a very busy moving life all the time. So that's why I was on the East Coast. So I came back home. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So what's something take us now, as far as like your business, what's something that's happened with your business that now looking back in hindsight, like you didn't expect for this to happen. Like if, if you were at the beginning stages of your business, what would you have never thought would have happened that now you're like, Oh my gosh, I would have never expected this to, you know, to have happened. There there's so many things I could say. Um, <laughs> I, I will definitely say that I never thought that I would have my own building. Um, I never in a million years would have thought that, um, especially thinking, you know, six years ago, um, my biggest dreams and, and things. Cause like I say, I'm a hoarder of journaling and I, I reflect back on a lot of that. And, um, this wasn't even part of it. You know, I, I wouldn't let myself back then. I was very, hard on myself and I couldn't even let myself dream that big. Yeah. 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 You just touched on something that I actually just had a conversation with someone about, and that's the journaling part. And I, one thing they say, right, like success leaves clues and something that I've come to see, especially now that I've been on my entrepreneur journey is that successful people do several things. And one of them is journaling, right? It's growing, it's learning, it's reading, it's doing the things that are obviously going to continue to elevate you to different levels. Tell me a little bit as far as like, I. so the conversation I had yesterday was with someone that says, you know, I've always wanted to start journaling, but I just don't know where to even begin with that. So if someone 
was in their early, literally beginning stages of wanting to journal, what would you say for them to do? What, what would, would you recommend for them to jot down? How would you, how would you say for them to start that journey? Um, so to simplify it, I, I know in the beginning of my journey and the beginning of that, I, there was a lot of things that I didn't want to speak about to people there was a lot of that and a lot of pain and hurt and um, all of the things that kept me from wanting to dream. Um, so I would use journaling in the beginning. Um, I mean, essentially it's kind of like a diary. So each day I would just, if there was things that I was holding on to, I would put on paper and at least feel like I got it out in some, some shape or form. Um, so at first it was just that to get it out of me. Mm -hmm. And then after that, when the dust started settling a little bit, then it was kind of like, okay, what, what do I want to do? Or what is my plan for this week? Sometimes it wouldn't necessarily be like a journal entry where, you know, it's long winded or anything. It might even just be notes about the following day or reminders, um, affirmations for sure. I would write, you know, different quotes, different things. Sometimes it would just be messy. Um, and I will say that I, I'm still messy in some ways. So, um, but sometimes it would just be that, you know, like doodling things that maybe I heard something that like, I, I remembered at the end of the day and I would write that and it was something that meant something to me if it was still in my head. So, um, so that, but yeah, I would say just getting your feelings out, um, you know, however you're feeling, cause typically all good things typically start with struggle. Um, that's one thing I've definitely learned along the way and connecting with other um, people is usually something, you know, significant starts with something hard. So yeah. Uh, yeah. getting that out on paper. I love that. No, I love that. And it's so true because there's something about thinking is one thing, but writing it is so, it's just so powerful. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it for myself that as far as like the things that I write for some reason, it's like, they're more than likely they're going to come into fruition. Whereas if it was just something that I thought about, never wrote it down, it's so easy for us to forget. So I love yeah. that. No, I really do. Yeah. What is, um, what's a challenge you're facing right now, e either in motherhood, life or business, or even a project? And how is it that you're tackling it? So um, I would say, it's kind of a recurring struggle. Um, the main one I think that affects everything is just time, um, finding more time. Um, I, I struggle with balancing, you know, work and um, personal life. Um, but in an effort of, um, you know, fixing that or at least making it better, because I don't know if it will ever be fixed because life just is always busy and busier sometimes. So I um, became, I went to a workshop just um, in the last week and got to connect with a bunch of other, um, it's actually a female group of entrepreneurs. And so we all, you know, it's basically kind of like a mastermind class. So we all got together and basically sat down and figured out, you know, you're kind of evaluating yourself and figuring out where you need to be and what are the steps that are going to get you there. So um, I'm super excited to start implementing so many things that I learned. And um, that is my, my game plan for this year is to get my, my life to feel a little bit more calm. 
Um, and it's still always going to be busy, but, um, but to feel like I have, uh, my personal life, I guess a little bit more calm because my, the business end of things for, for me, uh, procedurally structure, scheduling, all of that is always down. I have that together. It's just like putting the two together and making everything slow, um, is my goal and to feel more calm. <laughs> Would you, <laughs> would you agree? Would you agree with me? And I, and I'm only going to ask this because I feel that I struggle with the same thing, but would you agree that because you are not only big on your goals, but you're, you're serious about your business, you have things that you want to achieve in life. You know, you're obviously not content with mediocrity. So do you think that because you're so goal oriented and you have so many things that you know that you still haven't reached that you have this side that's good you know you have structure there but then everything else falls apart because you're like wait I've not planned out what this side of my life looks like so well so I think that's kind of my issue is that you know I'm like okay for work and for business this is what I'm gonna do and this is what I'm doing this and then it's like wait what where is my personal life in all of this like you know so I don't know. I just think that it's, 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 it's a hard balance. I will say that one thing that I've learned, because, you know, obviously we say, especially when we're in businesses and when you want something in life, there's no such thing as I don't have time, right? Priorities are never in conflict. And one thing that I've come to see is that it's not about having time because time is just time, right? It's about how are you going to make the time or make it a priority in the sense. And so for me, that's been really hard because obviously my family is everything to me. My children are everything to me too, as I see your children are for you. And I think that because I struggle with like, okay, but I really, if I just push really hard for the season of my life, you know, that it'll get us here but then yeah. you're neglecting this other side of your life, you know? And I think that that's such a hard balance. I still haven't figured it out. So yeah. like, if you get something out of that, like, please share. <laughs> right, right. I wish that's definitely a goal for sure. But it is definitely, you know, a lot of give and take with things. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there's so many exciting things that, that are happening and continue to happen that it makes it all worth it. Um, so, but it's a work in progress for sure. I agree. Um, one question that I want to tie in with what you just said right now too, is you, you said you went to a networking event, kind of like a mastermind. How okay. important is it for you to surround yourself with higher thinking people or like other business, um, higher achievers in that sense? Is that important to you? Do you think it matters for your success as well? Yes. Absolutely. Um, and I have always, um, you know, like you read books and different things to try to help continue to grow yourself. And so I've always been mindful of that and known that, um, I think now in 23, um, that is one of my largest goals because I have not put so much effort into that area. And I know that's what I need. That's a large component that's missing. Um, and yes, it is to grow, continue to grow in the business, but it's also, um, to help pour back into myself, um, to soak up other energy from other, um, people that are out there trying to do their thing and, and establish something for themselves and continue to help, help other people. 
Um, so that's huge to me. And I think that in the beginning, when you're first getting your feet wet in a business, building a business, you're just, you know, you're out there trying to hustle. You're trying to do everything you can do mm-hmm. to get to make something happen, you know, and you don't really realize that the community and the environment that you surround yourself with, how that impacts you. Um, the energy that I'm around all the time, like with my clients and everything is always amazing. Like it's, it's amazing. Um, I just feel that I, you know, in a calm setting where I'm able to just sit and think and reflect on like, what's going on? What do I want to do? What are my, what are the next steps? What are the next goals for myself? And being able to be around other energies of similarity, um, will be huge. And I think priceless, um, just, just feeling like you have that community and that support, um, where you, you really like understand each other. I, I love that you say that because I highly agree with you. I um in the beginning, I, I will literally say that I was like ignorance on fire when, you know, when I start something, it's you're like, let's do this and let's do that. And it's just like, you're so goal oriented. You want to achieve the next level. But I've come to realize, and, you know, I, I've been doing personal development now for, I would say almost three and a half years, which I'm so grateful for that I started it when I started it. And I really do think that, God had to humble me <laughs> in a sense of like, you're not going in the direction that I want you to. So let me just make things extra challenging for you. Right. So like our family, and yeah. we've gone through a few things that I would say have definitely humble sauced me, but I really do believe And one of my favorite mentor, Jim Rohn says, you know, you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. And so more so in the last year, I've become aware. It's like, okay, well, are the people that are around me, are they adding value? Are they lifting me up? Are they encouraging me? Are they where I want to go? Do they have the things that maybe I'm trying to achieve, right? Because I feel that, at least for me, I I don't ever now want to be the smartest person in the room. Like I am coming in with like a learning mindset. I want to be a student and I want to see where and who I can learn from. But at the same time, of course, add value to other people. But I love that because you're absolutely right. I actually made a quick video on or a live on Instagram and this was last year, towards the end of last year, and they basically said, one of my goals for this year is to put myself in networking opportunities in the room, in rooms where there's other women that are higher achievers that have success, that have this, that have that, so that I can be the one learning, right? And so I I just think it's so important. And so we're on it, girl. We're on it for 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely on the same page for sure. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, let's kind of shift here a little bit and talk about mindset and, and, and personality traits, right? So like in your opinion, what is the most important or what is one of the most important traits or strength someone needs if they are thinking of starting their own gym or become an entrepreneur? What would you say is one of the most important personality traits or strength? Um. To begin a business, um, grit. Grit is going to be, I think, the the number one um, because time, like you have to be willing to to work more than anyone. Um, thinking, you know, you hear that all the time. People always say like, "Oh, you get to make your own schedule, this and that," and like 
they have no idea. You know, you may sit or be with, you know, with clients for six to eight hours a day, but there's at least four other hours that you're doing work tasks that are not traditional work, you know? So, um, but the grit, the word grit, um, because you have to show up, you have to be tough, Um, whatever, you know, grit to me, that's, that's like one of my my favorite words, but you have to be willing to do the things no matter what is happening. You can't stop. You can't slow down. You can't, there's no other option. Like nobody is coming. So you have to continue to move forward. And sometimes there's going to be things that happen that, you know, you're definitely not expecting and things that, you know, are being thrown at you to try to get you to fall. And you have to have enough grit in you to keep going no matter what happens. And what would you say? So let's say if someone's feeling, you know, I could do this. I I feel that I'm a pretty, you know, gritty person. What would you say is one of the reasons that people actually quit on their dreams or on themselves? What would, what is one thing that you've seen or one pattern that you've seen that it's a constant of why people (laughs) give up on themselves? Um, well, I would say if they give up, it's one of two things. So they, they either really weren't interested in what they were doing enough. They, they liked it, but to actually make something tangible of it, it wasn't that significant to them. So it's either that or like extreme circumstances you know so like typically money is always going to be the number one for most of everybody you know um if you're not able to afford it you know wherever your lifestyle is so if you can't branch off and just hop into okay I'm going to build this because I have the backing of a spouse or something where you don't have to earn a stable income or you don't have to provide um not everybody is given the same circumstances so sometimes people have to give up what they really do want most in life and what makes them excited about life because they have to give to others um, and they're not able to afford, you know, to, to be able to work on their passion. And, you know, sometimes I think that there's definitely ways to work around things to make it work, but it's going to be dictated off of your circumstances, you know, because some people are in really, really hardships and they're not able to move forward with it. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And, and I, I think that again, even with what you're just saying right now, the circumstances play a, a huge role. I think that at the end of the day, it's like you said that there are always ways around it. And it's a matter of, at that point, I think that it's a matter of deciding, well, how bad do you really want it? And are you willing yeah. to go through the pain and the sacrifices and the tears and the sweat and everything that's going to come along with it for however long, right? Because I think that that's another thing is that sometimes we have this misconception of like, oh, I'm going to jump into this and think that it's going to be an overnight success. And it's not, you know, so many people struggle for the first three, five, almost 10 years, if anything, before they see something really Mm -hmm. say that, yeah, they were a success. And some people may look at it as like, oh, that was an overnight success. Well, that took them 10 years to get to where they're at now. Right. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's also not really thinking about the work and the amount of time that it may potentially take. So yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, did you always dream 
of being where you are right now? Was this like something that when you were little, you're like, I'm going to eventually this, I'm going to go into like the health and wellness. I'm going to help people and I'm going to have my own gym. Is this something that you thought about when you were little? No, not at all. Not at all. What did, what did, what was your dream? I guess at that point we would say like your dream job or something that you had said you were going to be when you grew up. What what was that? (laughs) When I was little, um, a veterinarian, probably because I just loved animals. So, um, (laughs) which I still do that has not changed, but, um, but yeah, when I was little, that's, that's where my mind was. So I had no, no clue about any of this, um, until, you know, my kind of like my own personal journey started with, with fitness and all of that. And then I realized how much, you know, it impacts every variable of your life. And then that's what motivated me to begin um, getting into the industry. And once I had enough people that wanted my help, I realized like, wow, like this is something that I could do, you know, and this is, you know, this is something that, that makes me happy and I don't feel like it's work. Um, And then just basically went from there so yeah well and you're really good at it I mean obviously when I was uh when I was going like when you got when you were doing it at the smaller location that you had um it's just incredible because what you've done is you've not only you know built a business from the ground up but you've built a community of like women that come here and connect and talk and work out and it's just so crazy like from from a person you know seeing things from the outside looking in that's what you've built you've built a community where people can come and there's no worries that you bring into the building you just do the work so (laughs) um what would you say what would you recommend i i've obviously from just hearing you i see that you do a lot of internal work and you do the things that are necessary to to keep yourself not only say i would say sane but to keep yourself in a mental state that shows strength that shows tenacity what would you tell someone today you know that they could start doing so they can work on their mindset so they can become that healthier version of themselves. Because I know that like at the beginning of the year, even you know this, right? Everybody has these resolutions of getting healthy and doing this and I'm going to start this and everybody leaves it for the, like the new year, right? But what would you recommend to someone to continue doing so they can continue building their mindset so that they don't give up or so that they stay strong throughout the year, right? Like what would your recommendation to others be? So number one is being mindful of your environment. Um, people that want change. Um, That's a good one. If you're, if you're surrounded every day by, you know, negativity and some of it we can't get away from because some of it may be our family and people that we're around or maybe live with. And it may be the things that are stressing us out that we want change. And so we have to change our environment. So and what that means is, is I don't mean leave your help, your home or things like that, but you need to get out of the space that you're in. And that's both literal and, and physical too, you know, like you need to get out of that space and you need to surround yourself with energy that's positive 
and yes, similar. So be around more people that are on the same path um, or want to be on that same path because the energy you surround yourself with daily affects your mood constantly. And if you're in a negative space all the time, your thoughts are always going to be negative. You're never going to come out of the fog of thinking that like my life's never going to change, like, and journaling. Um, so both of those, you know, learning, sometimes we got to get out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. um, and, and learn, you know, maybe more introverted people. That's really hard for them. But even if you just meet one different person that you connect with, that you're able to communicate with, and you guys can have conversations and open doors that you haven't opened in a long time to, to be able to actually be open with people um, and not feel like you're just trapped in your thoughts. I love that. I love that because again, there's so many different things that we can do, but you're absolutely right is we are creatures that are either giving energy or taking energy. And it's the same with other people that we have around us. And so I completely agree with you. I think that obviously you can't divorce like your mom or your husband or, you know, whoever it is that in your family might be drama or toxic or negative or whatever. Right. But you're right spend the least time with them or maybe you know if someone's wearing you out let's say for example in this case I'm just gonna I I don't have a bad relationship with my 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 husband but if it was to be someone's husband at least for me I would say put yourself in a situation where like okay obviously I mean you can't get rid of them but if you don't want to get rid of them (laughs) like if if you don't want to get rid of them then find someone else that kind of gives you that balance of saying like okay no you know this is this is what you should be focused on. This is how you should think. This is what your life could be that, right. That inspires yeah. you and kind of re-energizes you after yeah. being, you know, sucked out uh, or yeah. your energy yeah. sucked out at home. So, yeah. um, yeah. are you, are you a reader? I am, but I'm guilty. I will say this. I'm guilty of starting books and not finishing them or taking forever to finish them. Um, And again, that comes back to my time management, but I do love reading and I do um, love podcasts and things like that. I just, um, (laughs) I will say that a lot of times people make fun of me because I don't watch TV like at all. Like I didn't have cable. Oh girl, I I don't either. People are like, oh, did you watch the news? I'm like, the what? No, what is that on? Is that on Netflix? Is that on YouTube? What is that on? So I don't, we don't, and that's the thing. Yeah, if I have any extra time, I would probably elect to sleep. Um, if I have time, I would rather sleep. But um, but I definitely, um, I do read. Um, I just, that's another goal of mine this year is to digest a lot more books for sure. So. Is there a book that you would say that even if it's been, I mean, I can tell you that there's sometimes been books that I, I'm only halfway in and I'm like, I would highly recommend this book, right? Is there a book that has made an impact in your life that you would highly recommend? Um, one of Gary Vee's books. Um, oh, I love him. I'm drawing a blank <laughs> right now as to the name of it because he has multiple. Um, but one of his books, um, well, really anything Gary Vee, I would say. Uh, podcasts all the time. Um, I, well, just, I, I would say unless you get offended by, you know, truth oh, yeah. and, and his... Uh, his f-bombs yeah his profanity yeah 
I, yeah. I appreciate it because I believe all that just comes from passion. Um, yeah. He's a very authentic person and he's just himself and he doesn't care what other people think. Oh, and I, I girl, I'm with you. I'm with you yeah. 100%. I love him and I love like people, well, like him, right? People like Grant Cardone, people that are just yeah. going to tell you the truth. It's like, don't sugarcoat it for me. Just tell me how it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I love, I love him. All things Gary Vee. <laughs> Well, let me, I obviously respect your time. So let me go ahead, ask you, I have one more question. And then from there, what I want you to do definitely is, you know, share with the listeners, like where they can find you, if you have any upcoming challenges and stuff like that, the, that, you know, you want to share about, but what's one question you wished I would have asked you today that I haven't, um, and how would you answer it? One question that I wish you would have asked me is I think it's going to come back to seven years ago when I would have never dreamt big enough um I guess that would be the question is where do I see myself in five years Um, that's such a good question and you're so right because I ask everybody on our team that like where do you see yourself in five years? You need to really think ahead, right? So like, I know, and now I'm kicking myself in the yep. butt for even asking you something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I say, that's that's part of it. And I hope that that message can get through to anybody that chose to listen to this podcast today, because I think that's important for people to understand, especially when you're early in your journey and you're figuring it out. Don't sell yourself short. Um, it's normal in the beginning, I feel like, to not... to to not necessarily want to dream, dream very big, because you don't understand what's even happening. You don't know your strengths yet. You don't know where life is going to go. But I would say that my, I see myself in five years. um, I see myself being remarried. Um, I see myself building or have built it at five years. I would say my, my dream is to have property and build my home and build my training facility on my property. Um, I will still plan to be local, um, but I wanna continue to live life on my own terms and be able to continue to give back and pour into the community and um, raise my kids and for them to always know that they always have a permanent fixture home to come back to and um, a legacy for them to, to have um, later on in life if they choose to, to continue on with what, what I'm trying to build here. Um, but for them to always know that, that we were here and you'll always have a place to be. Oh my gosh, friend, your answer. I'm like, oh, I'm so touched <laughs> because it's so true. It's like you, sometimes I feel that <clears throat> at least for me before this whole journey for me began, I would say that I would have never have ever thought, right? Like, uh, or even allowed myself, I guess, in that sense to dream big, because we, we give ourselves a short end of the stick and think like, who are we to accomplish that? Or who are we to have that? Or who are we to have success and whatever it is that it is that you think you can't have. And so your answer honestly is just perfect because you're right is you have to just let go of let go of the limitations and just kind of allow yourself to to 
just dream. And that's how it begins, right? Like what the mind can see, it can conceive. And so I really do think that it really begins there. Um, the other thing I was going to say, once you start planning a wedding, you know, you have a venue. So <laughs> there, there goes that. we won't make that happen. Um, but other than that, thank you so much, Jolene. I really appreciate your time. And I know that this is kind of like a short notice, um, but I really appreciate you. And like I said, when I first, you know, I, this podcast honestly has been in the making for almost a year, but again, it was one of those things that I was so scared to do. Right. I was like, no, who am I? Like, I'm not a great interview. Who am I to think that I can, you know, do something like this. And then so many things happened for us last year. I mean, just to give you just a small glimpse of like, you know, something that just hit me so hard was the passing of my brother-in-law and he found out, you know, he had cancer and then eight months later he was gone. And so I think about the simple fact that you just never know, like when your last day on earth is going to be the year before that we were celebrating living life at large with him and never in our wildest dreams. And I think in his, he would have ever thought that he wouldn't be here with us anymore. Right. So I told myself, absolutely not. Like, I don't care how messy, how scrappy, whatever it is, how it is that I have to do it. I'm my model for this year in 2023 is just do it because the learning process, it's what's going to eventually get you to where you finally believe in yourself and you see that you're doing the damn thing. So I love that. Um, I truly do believe that whatever you set your mind to grow, you're going to accomplish. So with that said, thank you so much. Where can the listeners find you? What things do you have coming up that you want to share? Um, but start with, you know, where can they find you? Um, so we are on Instagram. Um, I would say that's the main um, social for us. And that's whiskey tango fitness underscore um, Instagram. And then we have our website, uh, whiskey tango fitness.com. And um, all of our contacts are on there. And as far as um, upcoming events, um, currently we um, our next like big event will be our spring games event so that's kind of like a competition setting um, that everybody can join into uh, we will be hosting another um, small business pop-up event for the spring um, planning that for March um, providing weather um, but planning that um, I'm really big on um, you know getting all of local small businesses that um, are you know still building and everything, bringing them all in together um, and, you know, introducing the community to them and helping them grow. And uh, we are currently still enrolling um, for our current um, schedule here at the facility for training classes. Um, and I do have a few um, open spots for personal training. Um, and we also have just been growing. We have some sports performance training happening at the facility now. Um, some new coaches in here running their programs and um, continuing to build. So there's lots of new things constantly happening here. Um, and last one, I guess, would just be our nutrition uh, coaching program that runs every other month. It'll really run again in March. Um, and that's called the Detox and great success um, over the last four years. And that was a program I put together um, many, many years ago, um, just to connect and be able to help the masses um, get get all of their nutrition and everything on track. So. Well, that's awesome. Um, th again, thank you so much. I have gotten so much value from this and I'm sure that our listeners did, did too. 
there is so many things that you shared that I think are just so relatable with a lot of people and with a lot of things that are going on, you know, in life right now. I, I do believe that there's not one person that's not having some sort of challenge or that is not going through something. And so if there's anything that, you know, I want people to get out of this is that, hey, they're not alone. You know, they're we're all going through something, but you have to find a way to really figure out how to come out on the other end. And so thank you so much for your time. You guys, if you guys got value from this, share it with someone that you know that's in need. Other than that, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you rate it. Give me your feedback. Obviously, we're growing. Um, And like I said, I came in here, you know, scrappy, new, but we're doing the damn thing. And that's another thing. Like she said, just do it, right? Like if you have dreams, if you have goals that you want to accomplish, just take one step, put one foot forward in front of the other, and that is how you will get to that. But other than that, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love every single one of you, and I will... See you guys on the next episode. Have a good one, you guys.